Hello, I'm Damon. And I'm Audra. And we are Sorry Right Number. This tonight's episode is season two, episode six, The Satanic Piano. Okay. Really? <laughs> yeah, this one's a... And see, yeah, last week's we kind of like gave it a little bit of a pass because it wasn't too bad. This one puts you right back in the shitter. Um, <laughs> struggling composer Pete Bancroft is contracted by strange Wilson Faber, who has invented a synthesizer that can read minds and may be able to help Bancroft in his career. Okay, so... So, dude's like a, 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 a songwriter who's hitting a slump. Yeah. He has a contractual agreement and a deadline, and he's hitting a slump. But his daughter, played by whom? Lisa Bonet. Who a was... 17, a 16-year-old Lisa Bonet. Fresh on Cosby Show. Yeah, she had just got Cosby the year before, so she was probably doing this in her free time. Because she was on that show until... And she was the, trying to build her resume. Yeah, until, like any actor. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's funny. Even then, as a, as a risk of sounding a little creepy, even then you could tell she was stunning. Even, well, she's a beautiful... Yeah, even as a, like, 16-year-old. Okay, here's, what, here's the deal. Oh, if Jason Momoa walked in this room right now and said, I will take you to your bedroom and do whatever you want me to, I would do it. But I would also be in a fear of Lisa Bonet. <laughs> you know, it's funny. She has like, I I don't that think that woman she, frightens me. I don't think she her power frightens me. Is I don't think she has like a reputation for being like uh, that like aggressive like that. She's just no, I know. It's just the, the character she's her, played. Her, her power in, in movies. <laughs> she's been like oh, I really one in particular. I really Angel Heart. Where she played mm-hmm. like that. Uh, that Which, was a great movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. Mickey Rourke and... Uh, Mickey her. Rourke before he was weird looking. Yeah, before he fucked his face all up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Robert De Niro is the devil. El Diablo! A very El good De- devil. He was, he was scary without being scary. Angel Heart is a movie you have to watch like at least one, two, maybe three times before you see everything. Yeah, he was like... He was like... A, he was like threatening without being threatening mm-hmm. you, you just felt like in the, watching that movie I, cause I watched it like maybe four years ago mm-hmm. but watching uh, that movie you feel like you're in trouble whenever mm-hmm. he's there mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, the, so this is Lisa Bonet right before that yeah and uh, yeah a couple years because uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was 87 I believe um, Michael Warren plays her dad Michael Warren and he was like a big soap actor. He was also a big name on Hill Street Blues. Um, he was like the go-to good-looking black dude to go to. He kind of resembled Ray Parker Jr. at the time. A bit, yeah. I get. And I, I think they kind of they kind of capitalized on that in well, this episode. I think he was actually a little better looking than Ray Parker Jr. But probably, I you know. But you know, like he's Lisa Bonet's father, and he's a songwriter. Lisa Bonet's got a song that she wants to play. That's how much I love you, Daddy. Yeah. And, and all about lust, Daddy. And then she's like, I'm not like my mother. So there's some sort of like mama drama. Yeah, they under, don't really get into it. No. She's not just, in the picture. She lives with her dad. Dad. 
and he's wealthy. Him and his like you know pleated pants and everything. That was all the rage back no, then. No, dude. I remember this episode only because I remember Lisa Bonet in it. Of course. Because she I had a little gorgeous. crush on her. You know, I was at the eighty-five, so I was I was fifteen. She was just a couple years older With than me. With the little hair that went like just perfect. Oh yeah. Yeah. And uh, I remember uh, that's Lisa Bonet. And his clothes for the time were on point. Okay, at the risk of sounding like a little bit of a... Ah, fuck it. I I am what I am. I was really into... You know, because I'm kind of into clothes and into like... like He wouldn't walk to look at my garden beds because he had to take his nice shoes on the dirt. Why would I walk in fresh dirt? In suede leather no, shoes. No, no. We didn't want you to walk <laughs> in the garden. We wanted you to walk on the actual hard packed dirt of, you know, walking on clover and stuff. Ridiculous. The, Won't do to it. To the garden. Anyway, I remember thinking of this episode. I was like, I remember wanting that outfit he wore in the, like, the last Oh, season. yeah, because he was totally cool. He was super cool. And him and his black shoes on the white couch. Oh, like, yeah. motherfucker, was that, like, totally... I'm sorry, but Dave Chappelle did that later on. Fuck your couch. <laughs> you know, that was all I could think couch. of. He put his shoes, shoes on the white couch. What the fuck, motherfucker? It was a white leather couch, I think, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. And I remember thinking white leather. Well, back then. It was Black just... shoes on a white leather couch. <sighs> Man, that was... Do... That guy must have money to burn. You see right? he didn't give a fuck about his leather couch? That's right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he's like this songwriter, and he writes... Yeah, the the music is very generic sounding. Yeah, and it's oh. so generic. And he's you can tell like he's having a rough patch. He's not coming up. Yeah, it's kind of like a know. musician's equivalent of writer's block. And but he's under but he's under contract. Yeah, and he's under the gun. He's got to come up with like so many songs by the end of. But whatever. his daughter's got a really hit song, but nobody's listening. He's not listening to because he's so ingrained in his failure. So then a random guy calls him. Give him, offer him piano. That'll make It'll change everything. Thing. Yep. And uh, he'll he, be a big star. Yeah, and uh, it was such a weird episode because it. it well, the caller's like over a dead body. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I found someone who was better. And uh, so he goes to this guy. The guy randomly calls him, says he has this thing that's going to revolutionize music and help his career and. Give it the the uh, another boost up and he has really bad in. hair extensions. Oh yeah, his hair's just like straggling. Just it was oh, it was bad. <laughs> he's balding and he's got like long hair all around. His but it wasn't head, really his hair. It was bad hair extensions. <laughs> and he was perpetually sweaty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was like, like how much was... cocaine is on set? I mean, he was just. Ugh. I think they made him look. Well, gross. and he had like. Creepy, occulty, like taxidermy shit. Yeah, because he was. Well, you come to find out that he goes to meet the guy and he tries out his synthesizer, and apparently the the synthesizer can whatever music you think it makes it. It 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 repeats. Yeah, and you know this guy doesn't ask questions. Nope. And he's, he's like, like, bitch, this is much, cool. How much does it cost? He's like, I'm just gonna give it to you until you're done using it, and then when, when I, when it's time, when you're done, we'll just bring it back. And he's like, great. I was like, yeah, oh, sure. There's this machine that can read your mind. You don't doesn't give you any pause. 
It isn't. Yeah. Why is he just giving this, this to was you? The eighties. But it was the eighties so, was like big <clears throat> gimme. I know it's just like a twenty-two episode, twenty-two minute episode, because all these are twenty-two minutes with the commercials out. But and they got a lot of story to, to squeeze in that short amount mm-hmm. of time. But come on, like, I know you don't, I know. you don't you don't question any of it. You just take it home, right? So no. he takes it home. He starts writing his music on it. Um, he has some weird dream. His daughter couldn't sleep, but it's he goes in into um, the living room and she's awake and, and just it. standing at it. And she's like, "It's playing my song right out of my head." And he's like, "Go back to bed," you know. And he's worried that it's going to uh, you know screw up his song. Right. And the guy who gave them this, he's just waiting. He's like, he can sense when it's being played, and he's like. Uh, Oh, she's the one. She's the she's power the source he's looking, he's looking right. for. She's the real, you know, always with the virgins. So yeah. so uh, the dad gets a call from his agent, and his agent, he's telling his agent he's got, he's back on track, and he's got this album. It's going to be awesome, and he wants him to hear it. And uh, he can't, his synthesizer's gone, and it's in his, like, studio that's like under lock and key, key yeah like, it's like on his padlock his, on his daughter his fell basement. asleep on the couch and they're gone yeah and then he wakes up or he he goes down to his room and the the guy who gave him the synthesizer and his daughter is unconscious and it's playing it's music it's taking her soul yeah and he's like, it's stealing her soul and that's what it does when it reads your mind it gives you this music and it creates this music but at the same time it's taking your soul away and bit she's by resisting. bit yeah. She's resisting. So he he's trying to stop the, the... the. It turns out this guy was... He used to work with a bunch of heavy metal bands. And he's a Satan. He's a Satan. He's a Satanist. And he's using this to appease some... It, it was really unclear. But Here's more Satanic panic. Yeah. Appease some God or something. Or he's trying to devil. give her soul to Satan. Yeah. He's giving so this Satan virgin soul to Satan. So his dad, so he's like, I'm going to stop this. And he punches the synthesizer. In the but light. he turned into Richard Pryor at the end. He really turned How into Richard. so? In his, like, high-pitched, like, ah! You know, with, oh, like... his yell? His yell. I mean, it wasn't played was, like, for comedic effect. I know it wasn't, it but was... he sounded like... I was like, oh, my God. that Like, uh, if, we, if we put it on right now, and mm-hmm. I and I, like, put to that actual scene where, like, everything started burning up, Mm-hmm. And he was like screaming, and I'm like, he sounds like Richard Pryor. Remember when Richard Pryor would scream? Oh he yeah, yells. I was like, oh my god, he sounds like Richard Pryor right now. But he, <laughs> he, um, he um, punches it, and his hand goes in the light source, and it burns his hand, and he mm-hmm. burns it to where you can see bone. Wait, and it's and just the a piano player says it's, it's just a, bad a twisted thing. husk of flesh when he pulls his arm out. But it saves his daughter, and it, it blows up the machine, and it, in doing so, it kills uh, the... Bad sa- hair extension his, guy. Yeah, the state Satanist guy. And he's like, you know, it had, actually had a, like, a happy ending, because he's like, <laughs> his daughter was like awake and back from, you know, getting her soul sucked out. And she's like, your hand. He's like, I don't care as long as you're safe. Because usually you would think this would go... Is that he would, he wouldn't, you know, he would, wouldn't care. He'd be so obsessed with it until she died, and that'd be mm-hmm. the tragedy. But right, they, he, they, there was a happy ending. They punch out and they leave, and then 
the Satanist guy's hand st- comes out of the rubble. Is just you know just oh, hanging Carrie there. Style. Oh, so scary. Carrie and style. Uh, it was very silly. It, 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 this one wasn't good either. It wasn't very. It wasn't. Well, they're even in the. They were both doing cocaine. Look at that IMDb. Well, everyone was real they're sweaty. All sweaty. There was a lot of cocaine and hot lights. <laughs> I think it was a lot of hot lights. This and, is '85. I yeah. mean, come on. But it was uh It was very corny. This episode I thought was pretty interesting. Is directed by John Harrison. John Harrison is working today. He's done a couple of episodes of the Creep Show, the Shutter revised okay. Creep Show show. Um, he's also directed the last, the last thing we watched for this podcast, which is the Tales from the Dark Side movie. He directed mm-hmm. that movie, so he's still out there. But um, eh, this was a two out of five. I mean, well, only and only, <laughs> yeah, none of them have been a five yet. <laughs> but I don't think, I don't think we're gonna. Four. I don't think we're gonna. Hit we a haven't four. hit a four. <laughs> no. Um, and I only give it that for more nostalgia reasons because I was seeing my uh, one of my first TV crushes, oh, Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet. Was she was. Okay, so what were we watching at the theater? Well, this was November fourth, nineteen eighty-five. So, I'm sorry, November third, nineteen eighty-five. Um, let's see as far as music. Um, nothing different. It's the same. It's same di- top five. It's so five. different now. I mean, remember, shit used to stay the same for weeks. Now it's just explodes differently. Yeah, there's just so many avenues and so many more. But uh, as far as movies go, uh, here's a couple of uh, classics here. Runaway Train. Uh, it's a uh, with uh, John Voight and um, Eric Roberts. It's a very good movie. It's an Oscar-nominated movie about a runaway train from Siberia. I don't remember that one. It was pretty good. I saw it on cable, but that debuted. And Once Bitten. Oh, I fucking uh, love Jim that Carrey, movie. Yeah, uh, that Vampire was hilariously comedy. stupid. Yeah, it was I hilariously stupid. It was one of those movies that played on cable. Like an HBO oh, yeah. around the mm-hmm. clock. You'd see it like twice a day. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one of his first films, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's one of his first. Yeah, mm-hmm. if not his first. It's the first time I remember seeing him. Um, it's not a whole lot going on with anything else. Um, as far as the uh, Vince. Mm, John Jan Stevenson wins the LPGA Cup for golf. I don't even know who that is. So yeah, it's a very Man, kind of a kind of a light. golf is not a spectator sport. <laughs> <laughs> it's very light on the uh, on the um, event plan on the event week. But um, yeah, it was another <sighs> semi. Better, we didn't weren't angry, yeah. I, it's not a high bar we're setting. No, I mean, it was we're going it's better it than a lot of expectations. It's, it's, it's better than most of season one. I'll oh, that yeah, much. I, remember when I texted you going, 
they're getting better. Not, <laughs> yeah. that, not that that means much, but they're, they're, they're getting better. This was not as offensive. Right. <laughs> so, folks, uh, that is Satanic Piano. Woot. See us next week. Well, until then. Shoots.